Hi, I'm Meredith. And I'm Kristen. We'd like to welcome you to the writer's story. <laughs> We've we had have kind of, interesting yeah. weather today, right? Yes, very interesting weather. Lots and lots of rain. <laughs> <laughs> lots of rain. And now the sun is out and it is sticky uh-huh. and here. But it's still summertime. So readers or listeners be warned there will be cicadas in the background some crickets and so on and so forth summer's last gasp <laughs> yeah, yeah oh man but um we did not have a guest today um instead we thought we would talk about our latest experiment in writing retreats and um we had planned this for several months and we just we completed it now has it been uh was it two a week weeks ago? two weeks oh. no a week ago oh my goodness how the time flies okay a week ago uh we spent one two three nights and three days um making our own writer retreat um and just to tell you a little bit, um, back in January, I signed a lease for a cabin in the Goshen Pass um, that's owned by a friend of mine. And it's, I would say it's not a completely basic cabin, but um, there's not uh, drinking water, there's electricity, there's definitely no cell phone service or Wi-Fi, which is excellent for writing retreats. Yes. And, uh, and so we've, uh, my husband and I have spent some time setting it up, so I thought it would be a great place to go. Um, and yeah, so what Just were your hopes when that. we, when, when I said writing retreat at a cabin, what were you hoping uh, to accomplish? Well, I knew that you and I are both serious about our writing and our work. And so I knew that we would buckle down during that time and do work, but that we'd also have an opportunity to, um, so our work would be of course independent as writing is from one another, but that we would also have opportunity between those periods of um, writing work independent of one another to share ideas or just enjoy the the place. It was the first time I'd been to your cabin, Meredith, and it was so charming. It was really wonderful. We had all the weather. We got all the weather except for snow. We, <laughs> we might have had hail. <laughs> so that was also thrilling. Um, but it was in a beautiful location. It is in a beautiful location. So we were able to do a little bit of walking, which is really, I find important for me with my thinking to be able to also do some moving in a place that otherwise was quite quiet. So while there might be other people in this somewhat vicinity, since there were a couple cabins nearby, they still were doing their own thing. And um, so we were able then to have, so I loved and I um, understood this to be true because you had talked to me about the, the place beforehand, that we would be able when we wanted to work to work and when we wanted to take a break, um, we could take a break. And so, um, so what I had hoped for my own work during that time was to really get a big picture handle on the novel that I had, um, I can't even say quite drafted, 
but because it wasn't, it still didn't feel full to me, but I felt like I'd kind of hit all the, hit all the things I wanted the novel to hit by the time we set out for our retreat. And then I wanted to be able to spend that time holding all those ideas together and then organizing into a more, um, a more concrete outline, precisely what the, the novel would look like, and then hopefully be, be composing and re reworking that into a proper draft. Um, so right. that's what I had hoped in part. Let's come back to whatever happened, but how about you? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, my August uh, was quite full of adventure. So it started with um, my husband getting COVID and then uh, myself getting COVID and luckily our kid did not get COVID but then also um, we had to get him ready to go to college and dropped him off yesterday which is why this week felt like a month and not a week to me. (laughs) (laughs) So that was that was a lot and I had and then work got really busy. And so I spent a couple of weeks where I really wasn't writing and I just didn't feel like I was in that mode. And so what I had originally hoped and what I actually hoped when I got closer uh, were two different things. But as I got closer, what I hoped was that I could sit down and get myself back in my book. Because if you spend too much time away from a rising, Um, It can be an advantage, I think, at different times to take a break because it gives you a little bit of distance from your book and you can come back more with an as an editor hat. But I think too much time away and you go, oh, what is this story? And then you find yourself writing paragraphs that then the next chapter you find that very similar paragraph, you know, you tend to repeat yourself and that kind of stuff. So I really wanted to get back into it. And that that really did happen for me. So that was that was um, that was good. Oh, I already went into what happened. Oops, sorry. Um, but I think that, yeah, I think one of the things that would be important if if any of our listeners are interested in setting up something like this with a friend is that you um, go into it with very similar expectations and also um, the freedom to be very brutally honest with each other. So I think that Kristen and I, we've known each other long enough and we've done podcasts together and stuff like that. So I think that the two of us were able to say um, things like, let's not talk for four hours. And that the other person was not at all offended. You know, <laughs> it was just sort of like, oh, I get it. So, uh, you know, that we were able to like, I'm not done yet or you're done, but I'm just going to go off and be quiet somewhere. Like I don't, we don't need to like, um, neither one of us is, has like a need to like interrupt the other one or you know um, try to control what was going on with their work so it felt very supportive but I think you might have to be careful if you think about setting it up with someone that you can't be honest with about um, because really in the end it's about your work yes yeah, and I think that we did something we hadn't talked about doing this ahead of time, but um, again, that I think was a good thing is we, so we landed at your cabin um, the evening before we were really going to start writing. That was so during we, the major storm. The major storm. <laughs> the torrential downpour with possible hail. And we sat out on her screen porch visiting until we couldn't hear one another's voices 
over the sound of the rain on the roof. And so the hail. Which I... yeah, that's right. At that point, we did go inside, but we had the opportunity then to talk about what we both wanted, how we wanted those days to go ahead of time. So once we got there, we already each had some sensibilities about that and how the other might be approaching it because of, again, our long friendship and our, our talking about this retreat for a time. But we did have an opportunity that evening to say, here's how I kind of picture it. How do you picture it in terms of like hour by hour? Um, getting past then the generalities into the real specifics, like at what time, blah, 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 blah. And I think that was really helpful. It, I know for me, it gave me then the kind of clarity in my own, my own thinking about what, when I might be interacting with you and when I might not. Right. And not to, yeah, like you said, not feeling bad then if the other is un walks by you like they're in a dream yeah. <laughs> and well I did not expect from it because the last time we did this it was at your house and so I kind of for the two we did it like in two hour or two and a half hour sections and I was sort of in a room away from you and so we didn't really interact at all until we were done with each section but in this one um, what I discovered about you uh, was great relief to me because I, I'm similar is that you like to snack a lot and so do I and so we moved around a lot so it was like oh it's time for a cup of tea and so someone would go down into the kitchen and I would be working above the you know you would be down the kitchen I'd be working above the kitchen you make a cup of tea you would get a snack and you would go back to your room and then maybe I would go down and then I would get a snack but we didn't necessarily um ever think like oh well this snack time will devolve into like like oh let's distract each other from our work or anything like that so it was really kind of interesting because we just were like well we're not going to talk from 8 30 to 12 30 and we just sort of and we held ourselves to that. And that was a really interesting experience because I feel like what we were both trying to do and revising was like, you're right, hold a lot of ideas in our head. And if we were getting off track with someone like, oh, did you see this bird? Or, uh, you know, I'm thinking about this, then we would, we would get like off that track and that would be really hard to get back into it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I think it's really important to have very clear um, and to, to, to share those very clear ideas so that you're on the same page. So just right. And being very respectful of what the other writer is interested in having. And we found out that there's some things that we do that are different. And that was okay. Like I um, really can't start my day without a walk. So I feel like I need to get outside. I need to get sunshine on my skin. I need to, you know, look at nature. I just need to get out of the house. And you really like to take a midday break and do a similar thing. And, um, and that was fine. It wasn't, we just sort of adjusted yeah. based on the day and the weather. Um, we were lucky it wasn't brutally hot. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was great. I mean, weather-wise and being able to do some of those kinds of things, like the walking, um, the go to visit the, the river and stick your feet in and just take a moment to <laughs> soak in the beautiful surroundings. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had a really nice um, long hike 
on I guess our last full day Friday Mm -hmm. full day together and and during that time we had an opportunity to talk about how we might think about this um at going forward so kind of a lessons learned thing which was also really fun it was nice to have the time to think about you know yeah what works great and what might we want to do um down the road so we had we really dialed back in the evenings which was really fun you know i got to meet your friend james who owns the place and we had a chance to just relax over dinner and talk about you know just catch up on social stuff um but we also talked about some other like maybe integrating some sort of more formal writing oriented activities exercise stuff in the evenings or off times yeah and i think that would um it'd be very interesting and i think we have more to sort of discuss about that in the future but i think um we didn't really just because of the way august ended up being talk a lot ahead of time about how we were going to do things so we sort of arrived and then we sort of were like okay this is how we're going to do it so neither one of us brought anything sort of formal to share or any exercises so going forward it might be good to sort of think about it like a month ahead of time and sort of say let's try to do this or how about we do this um so that we would have time to plan but i think it might also depend on where we are in a project so yeah so it was interesting that we were both in the revision process. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, so that's just its own kind of separate challenge. But it, it, um, yeah, it's super helpful in revision to have large swaths of time like that. Um, and yeah, so really what happened? Yeah, what happened for me is that I felt like I was able to really dig into some things that I felt were lacking in my manuscript right now. Um, Specifically around uh, characters and their, um, and their personalities and how their personalities would be different one from the other and, and how that would create more con um, conflict. And then also, you know, and help distinguish characters from one another since I have sort of a group of people that I wanted to make sure that um, you understood which one was which. So that was really helpful for me. And then I just did a lot of other stuff that finally digging into it and and after time away, finally starting to see the repetitious paragraphs, take those out and also see a little bit more of the flow. Um, So that was where I was. I was more on a revising uh, the words and you were more on a, what I call a helicopter edit if I, recall correctly yeah yeah and I was able to do that um I was able to generate what I think of as kind of an outline but it really it was a a scene by scene synopses of each of the scenes in, in the story and I've never done that with novels before I've never um I've never laid them out like that I think no I know I haven't because I never used this particular um the scrivener um system but it uh was great because i feel like i have a clearer sense of the whole and how it needs to move um and also things that were 
either lacking or um, things that I just, I knew I wanted to include somewhere, but their present situation isn't the right place for it. So kind of how to, how to reorganize so that it moves really sensibly and has that kind of a drama, dramatic arc, even more complete. So yeah, I feel like that was, um, it took longer than I thought that it would take to do that, but I'm really glad I did. And it felt nice. It was really, I, I was able to kind of finish that right at the time that we were planning to wrap it up. Yeah. So that was satisfying. That, that was a, that's a really, really great exercise. Um, and another exercise I did on another weekend that we were at the cabin, because I do often write there. So I will often say, okay, I'm going to take two hours and I shut a door and I focus because it is so quiet there um, that I, and we're, and there's, you know, there's really not, there's not that much, many chores for us to do. <laughs> so I'm not at home where you're like, oh, there's laundry. I could weed that or whatever. Um, I did a thing where I took a walk and I told myself the story of my book oh. as a way of doing a synopsis. And I just used a, um, the recorder on my phone and I talked for about 35 minutes on my walk, um, trying to trying to do a more sort of relaxed synopsis and also to think about what really had to be in my story, because we have scenes that that are there, but they don't necessarily serve a tremendous purpose. Like we could tell ourselves, oh, yeah, this scene is super important because of X, Y, Z, but maybe it doesn't really need to be there or maybe it could be made to be more part of the story and drive something, you know, in the story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that was really useful. And the, the only funny part was I was walking and a cyclist passed me and was under the impression that I was on my cell phone and made a mention as he went by that it was amazing that I had cell service, <laughs> but I was actually just talking to myself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you weren't kidding about that lack of cell service and lack of Wi-Fi. Sometimes, you know, it might be spotty somewhere, but no, there was no chance. No, there, in no the chance. shadow of a mountain. That, yes. Though we have noticed that uh, some of the neighbors there that come um, do have cell service, and I don't know what cell service company they hmm. have, but they apparently are able to get some kind of signal because they're talking on the phone. Um, wow. So I don't know. But not ours. Well, it was nice to have um, be stripped of those distractions for those days. Yeah, and the only thing um, I found to be interesting in a revision process was sometimes I'll say, oh, what's that word I'm looking for? Oh, yeah. Or what's that thing where they do such and such? And I'll, and I'll quickly Google it. And I, I had to just say, hmm, I'm going to have to find that out later. That's not where I am on this. Yeah. Although yeah, Scrivener does have a thesaurus, it's just not very useful, I think. Yeah, yeah. I started to try to use it, and I was like, eh, I don't know. It's not really what I was looking for. But So another thing that somewhat surprised me about our time together was that we didn't really talk about our own work to one another. And I think that may have been partly a product of where we are with our projects. But, and I, I don't have a feeling about that, like whether 
you know, it's useful or not to talk about like what you got done that day or what you're trying, what you hope for the next day um, or how, or something that might stump you. We really didn't do that. We didn't talk about those things. Yeah, I find revision in general hard to measure. I mean, I will, uh, when I'm in a first draft mode, I can very much say, you know, oh, Kristen, I wrote, you know, a thousand words today and yeah. two scenes and I, you know, da, 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 da. And it feels very much like check this box off. But with revision, it's kind of like I took away 200 words. I added 300 words. I, you know, yeah, made something smoother, but like, it, it doesn't, there's, it's just not so measurable to me um, in quite the same way, or I don't know. And then it sometimes feels a little too close to sort of step back and say, is that enough yet? Ah, yeah. And what I'm thinking about are um, questions like, you know, I've got my character in this kind of situation is her even so today i was working on this um scene in which my protagonist goes home to her birth family's house it's just after christmas and and it's um and it's it's um uncomfortable for her there and i am asking myself have i made it too uncomfortable does there need to be a little bit more um uh, what good feeling within this this group of her family does should one of them at least be kind of on her side a, a person who is sympathetic to her more not making her mother a little bit that but um yeah I, I think the, 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 yeah but I think that that it, it's hard when you say something because you're saying should I make it harder or not? But if I'm not reading it, then I think I can't really say you've done it or not. And I think exactly. that, you know, if we were to read each other's work, I don't know. It might be hard with just the limited time that we had yeah, um, to sort of yeah. help each other in that way because then you would be really forced to put down your manuscript and get into someone else's right. story. And um, one of the things I found when I taught writing is that it was very hard for me to write my own stuff because yeah. I would get very invested in helping students with their work. And so my mind sort of has limited story capacity, I think. And so if I'm thinking about, oh, well, maybe if this mother at least says something nice to her, you know, or someone remembers she's a vegetarian, you know, or something, then I might get out of my own story and then to the detriment of my book. So I think that that would be yeah. my only question. Um, I do have, I have heard that at writer residencies, some of them have like readings. And so mm -hmm. people in the evening share work or their art, if it's, it's artists and writers. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting, but it, it might also be that it's such a big group that yeah. it doesn't feel so much like, oh, um, you know, it's called upon to help anybody with anything. It's more just like, well, I'm Kristen and nobody knows me. And so now I'm going to share 
a scene from my books, you know what I'm working on when I'm locked in the room all day, you know, or whatever. But, um, but yeah, it's a little interesting. Like, I always wonder, sharing the work is, is talking about it. Does that take away any of the power of the writing? Because Mm -hmm. I think it can. It can, can or like, you feel like you've done the work of explaining it when in fact, your scene still hasn't done it. Or something. Absolutely. Yep. And that's the one of the pitfalls of like trying to if you're looking for feedback on something that the other person hasn't read you have to you have to rely on having communicated the whatever it is the problem or the best you can and then and then ask and so it's there are two steps of remove from the project itself and i think i i personally can get all tangled up in trying simply to relay what's already there before I could even begin to um, articulate whatever challenge I may be facing. I think one of the advantages of reading, at, and again, it depends on where you are in projects, how useful this could be, but in reading some of your work aloud is that you just hear it differently. Um, so not necessarily looking for, and maybe no feedback from anybody, but just the mm-hmm. act of spending some time hearing your work aloud by your own self reading it, or maybe other people read it. That'd be interesting to just read it out loud without any critique, but just for the person who wrote it to hear what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, that might be, that might be really useful actually in the writing retreat so, scenario. Yeah. Um, and also we've just talked about maybe next time um bringing a few exercises to try to do in the evenings or at least something to think about trying to do that sort of a, sort of gets you out of your mindset or um yeah explores yeah. a new project or something like that which sounds it could be really fun so i think that i think though that we would have to really plan ahead of time for that so <clears throat> but i'm definitely game to try it again and um and hopefully we'll have as productive a time the next time. Um, and yeah, and and you know, my always my hope with a book is this one will be done, and I'll be on to another one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe so. We can. Hope. We, we can, can always hope. hope. Exactly. <laughs> When you're in the middle of revising a book, it always feels like you will never, ever be done revising this book. Yes. And so I true. can say, um, I used to have a book for my, uh, this was my first time, my second book, when I went on tour, I took a published copy of my book and I continued to edit it in pencil for readings. So you never stop editing, even <laughs> after. <laughs> Oh, you just have to hope that no one in the audience is actually reading along. They're like, wait, wait, that's wait, not what, what you have written here. Exactly. <laughs> Skipping ahead to the good part. <laughs> I'll just take out this stuff. But um, it was really fun to do that retreat with you. And I hope we can do one again soon. And um, we'll be back in September. Um, I'm, I'm sure with a guest. Yes, TBA. TBA, (laughs) as we always say. Occasionally we do know, but we haven't pinned them down yet, so we never like to, you know, false promises on uh, who we'll have. But but sure to have another exciting conversation. And um, 
interesting conversation about it. writing. And uh, so I will see you then. Sounds great. Bye for now, Meredith. Bye-bye.